Okay, I want to I try to cover two things today. I, I hopped after we spoke last week. You guys had done Dosh, second Seder. It means you did Slita also second Seder, which means, wow, there's a lot to like go over and go through. It's a very, very practical and, and also it's just a lot of halachic history and, uh, and knowledge that go into it. But uh, I want to start with going back to what I brought up last Thursday, which is some of the wrap-up on the Malach of Lush. Uh, because there is a, an interesting conversation in the postkim with regard to Lisha and whether it applies to non-Gidule Karka. There is a very interesting Rishlomo Kluger, and it would play out in many of the Lush Shilohs. You know, the classic Lush Shilohs that come up on, uh, on every Shabbos are the eggs and onions, or the, uh, you know, especially egg salad, tuna salad, the like, whether you have it for your uh, appetizer by the main meal, or you have it for Shalosh Shabbos. These are always Lush Shilohs. The reason they're Lush Shilohs is because the Prima Golden brings down that Lisha is Lav Davka by um, Bimai, right? Or other liquid type substances, right? The, there is a Tosefta, the Mogan of Ram brings down in Shinya Tess, that Dvash, honey, would also be a medium that could, that could produce a Malach of Lisha. So in other words, Lav Davka, a very watery liquid consistency, but if you have a semi-solid uh, substance as well, like a honey, that could also be subject to Lisha. Without this Tosefta, in truth, I might have said, that all these shilohs of mayonnaise and other type of substances like that, they're mixing with egg salad or with tuna or the like. So it's not lush, because lush is a liquid in a salad. And if I'm missing the liquid or I'm missing the salad, there's no malach of lush. So here, where's my liquid? But the Tosefta says dvash honey, which honey is certainly a much more, it's a much thicker substance than is uh, a water or the like. And yet it's subject to lush. So the primigodim goes one step further. He says that shuman avaz as well, goose fat, would also be subject to lush. Well, the difference, right? If I'm using, so this is uh, the, the primigodim didn't have helmets. Uh, right? So he had goose fat. This is before they discovered cholesterol. So he had goose fat, and uh, they would use that as a medium. So what, it, what you're mixing with the goose fat is a problem. Right? It's a potential problem. The only thing the Prima Godin qualifies is that when you have a non-liquid substance, then even those deos that hold that Rav Yosef Yehudu bimaskim to Rebbe, that by a lav bar gibul item, that you're subject to loss just by mixing the two together without, I'm sorry, by combining the two without mixing, that would not be the case here, right? In other words, which is, uh, makes sense, that if I, if I drop water into flour, or water into a flower, because flower is bargible. If I drop water into dust or ash or the like, so I could say, okay, it's already blending together. But if I drop a dollop of mayonnaise onto a lav bargible item, so I have a dollop of mayonnaise and a lav bargible item a lot closer together than they were before, but they haven't done anything to combine together, and therefore not subject to lush until you actually do a masa lisha. Okay, good, simple enough. In the prima godim, based on this prima godim, the Shlomo Kluger in Health of the Shlomo Simon Kuflametes was asked the following question. He says, Right? What is the head there that people cut onions finely and then they put uh, some sort of fat with the onions and they could salt them afterwards? Many people cut them finely with eggs. He's describing basically an egg salad, right? You got your eggs, you got your onions, you got your medium that's going to combine them, your fat. So here it's a, a shuman. It becomes like a thick dough. becomes your standard thick egg salad. And the questioner says, Prima Godin brings down the lav davkudvash shuman avaz as well is subject to lush. So Rav Shlomo Kluger has a very fascinating shuv. And in the footnotes of the Shmir Shabbos Kilchalso, the Shmir Shabbos Kilchalso does bring this down again. The footnotes to edition number one, edition number two or three, I can't tell you, but it brings it down there. He says first of all, he says the prima godim is a chiddush. 
that the Prima Godim says, well, if Dvash can, can facilitate Lisha, so then Shuman Avaz can facilitate Lisha as well, as well. Love Dafka. Why? It's a very interesting svar. He says, you need a mashka. Okay, what's a mashka? So until now, I've been, dis- I've been defining mashka by its physical properties. If it runs, it's a mashka. If it doesn't, it's not a mashka. So he suggests maybe not. We have in the Torah a definition of Zayin Mashke, right? Yad, Shochat, Dam. Those are seven Mashke. So Dvash happens to be one of the Zayin Mashke in the Torah. It's a Mashke. But Lav Dav, the Shuman Avaz, is not one of them, right? And he brings down, and Simon Kufman, the Chesed of God, and he says, is not a Mashke. So maybe for Lash, it's also not a Mashke. Then he brings down a very fascinating story. He says, even if you tell me that by Shuman Avaz it's Shayach Lisha. So he wants to argue the following. By a Lav Bar Gibul item, and he's defining these onions and the eggs, or well, as a non Bar Gibul item, which you know, requires maybe some beer as to why he defines it that. But by a non Bar Gibul item, he wants to argue the following idea. There's two possible paths to the Malach of Lush. One is that by definition, it's a malach of lush. In other words, by inherently, it is an act of that which is normally blended together, gets blended together, and combines by your act of combining them. The lav bargibal items empirically are not subject to lush, but your das can change that. In other words, it's, it's totally not an empirical definition of lush, but in your das of making an, an act of lush. It says, so perhaps you would argue that Shuman Avaz also is not empirically lush, because it's not one of the Zayin Mashkim, but maybe it would still be subject to lush because of the fact that you're also your Das is there, right? In other words, I might argue, look, in order to have lush, you need one of two things. Zayin Mashkim, automatic lush. Not Zayin Mashkim. So then I would have the, um, the possibility to say, okay, but your Das makes it. So here you want to give me a Lavbar Yubal item, and tell me you have to make it lush because of your das, and a lav zayin mashkim, mashkim is going to combine them, which also needs your das to make it into a lush. So he says, to take two chumras, we wouldn't do. To say, okay, we're going to be machmir, it's a, bar, it's a lav bar gibel, but it could still be something you lost by your das, and it's a not megabel item, because it's not one of the zayin mashkim, but it could still be something you lost because of your das, that's not, that's, that's not more. Then he says, okay, even if you accept that, he says, Oh, nearly the cave and David baits him in my You talk about eggs and onions. So he writes, The eggs are not Shayach Gibel. The Lohavi Gidule Karka. Not Gidule Karka. Lush is only by Gidule Karka, says Rishlomo Kluger. And he brings down Chuba Sadesh and Shalashin Chaval, Magad Avram, Sif Yud. So then he brings down Ivers, those who hold that by Balsar is Shayach Lisha. So he wants to say, Okay. Balsar is gidule karka. Animals are gidule karka. Eggs are gidule gidule. So eggs are gidule gidule, not gidule karka. And therefore, not subject to lisha. And I, you'll tell me, but the onions that are in there are subject to lush. But Betzim, your das is on the eggs. The onions are really tough to the eggs. And therefore, it's not subject to lush. So based on it, says Rishlomo Kluger, this is a classic Rishlomo Kluger, especially in the Alpha Rishlomo, very classic approach. He says, look, this is what people do. This is what's commonly done. Now, you want to ask me, is it right? So I'm going to tell you the following. If they do it, it's right. Right? Shlomo Kluger will constantly bend over backwards to resolve what is common practice and say, tell you why it's good. So why is it good? I'll tell you why it's good. Because first of all, there's no hechrek bichlal, that fat is subject to lisha. It's not one of the Zayin Mashkim. Your Zayin Mashkim are yad, shachat, dam. If you tell me you could be subject to Lisha by a non-Zayin Mashke, that's not because of the empirical automatic definition of Lisha by the Torah. It's because we're allowing your dance to define Lisha. Okay, by a lot by your Gable item, it's also not empirically, inherently Lush. It's your das defining Lisha. Now you're going to give me your das twice over to take that which is not inherently Lush by nature of the solid that's in there and that which is not inherently lush by nature of the liquid that's in there, and elevated to lush by your das twice over, maybe not. And then on top of that, you have non-gidule karka. So non-gidule karka are in subject to lisha. So give me all that combined. That's why, with all those swaros motor. Yes? 
he can ask much greater cautions if he's trying to push us all into a category of deraisa. In other words, here we got very empirical definition of deraisa. You want to tell me these other things in deraisa? Look at all the cautions I have to say whether well, or not deraisa. But maybe, yes, when you're talking the seven masking and this and that, and talking about a deraisa, so you've got some very empirical definitions. Maybe Das has effect when he doesn't. But by the Rabbanin, the Rabbanin could come along and say, this is close enough that, you know, that it should be us on the Rabbanin basis. We're not going to say that at all? So he's arguing that, right? He's arguing that, which is a... Which is always a question you as to that all the Rabbanim No, I can't all the oh, okay, He's he's arguing. Yeah, he's arguing. I would ask your kasha actually on what the Rashiva said about this some uh, twenty eight years ago, okay. um, but uh, I don't know if he's said it again. I don't know if he's given shira on Lisha. Um, but yeah, he recently answered. Okay, so I'll, I'll share with you what he said then. It's one of those one of those uh, statements that I would guess. He would change, but I can't tell you for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes my guess is not that good, but would guess can't tell you for sure. But um, the where you draw those lines and say, okay, it's not Del Raisa, so maybe it's Dera Bonham. Mm-hmm. Saying no, if I have, we, we find this throughout the Malak of Lush. If I find, if I have that which is stop not subject to Lisha, I'm good. I mean, by many of the Malakas you find this. If it's not, you do like Karka. So end of story, right? Done. So then it's not subject to Malacha Bichlal, ain't even Lekarka. So if it's not Lekarka, not subject to Ma'amer, you're good to go. Although you do find sometimes that there are Xeros Drabon on alt other considerations that come close to it, but maybe you're not, maybe you're not. That is the Rishlomo Kluger, which again. I don't fully understand the Dasar. In other words, he's arguing the following. There are two paths to get to Lush. One is that it automatically inherently is Lush. What's that? Zayn Mashkim Bargibu. Right? If it's a Zayim Ashkim Bargibal item, that's automatically Lush. If you're telling me a Lav Bargibal item is subject to Lush, what does that mean? That means that your Das Achshave, right? Your Machshavit to a Malach of Lisha by your deciding I'm going to be Lush this. Good. And if you tell me now that using one of the non Zayim Mashkim media to create this Lisha, I, it's not one of Zion Mashkim. Yeah, but your das achshaveh, to be machshaveh as a medium for Alicia. So now you have to come on to two achshaveh. You have to be machshaveh, the non bar item, as it's subject to lush, because I decided I'm going to lush it, right? I'm going to lush it. It's not a proper, uh, it's not proper alpidikduk, right? But I'm going to lush it. And then you have to say, and also the, the medium I'm using, which is not inherently a mashkim, but it's going to be subject to lush, because I'm deciding I'm going to use it for lush. So maybe you don't go that far to elevate it twice over. Right? In other words, I could argue, yes, using a non zaymashkim medium like Shuman Avaz, like the Primagodim says, with a Bargibel, okay, I have one Akshave. Or using Zaymashkim with a lot of Bargibel, one Akshave. But one Akshave on top of another Akshave, that already says Rishon Makhluga, maybe we're not mocking so much. So this Rishon Makhluga, you always have to take this with a I don't say a grain of salt, but you have to understand the context of it, which is that Shlomo Kluger is coming to Fa'em for the Mini Yisrael. Right? What could people do? So, you know, if you would ask Shlomo Kluger to write on Shulchan Aruch, which he does, on, you know, Mutter also, I don't know if he'd write the same Shulchan, write the same Psach Halacha, but he writes this as Psach Halacha. In Orchaim Chelek Dal, which I did not bring with me, but one of the Shilohs that, um, that Rav Shimon Eider asked Rav Moshe, he asked, this question, is Lisha applicable only to Gidulei Karka? And Moshe says, there's no Hechrech Bichlal. There's no Hechrech in Omakor that Lush only applies to Gidulei Karka. It's one of the, um, you know, the major challenges in the Malachos here, is that some of the Malachos, which we'll get to in a moment with Dosh, so you have a fair Shikamar, it's Eindi Shel Gidulei Karka. at least, but you have Rabban and Shita Eindi Shel Gidulei Karka. Okay? Other malachos, you have, it's just not clear, right? We mentioned Borer, so we had the, the Sfara of uh, Remeir Damplotsky, that maybe Borer only applies to Gedulei Karka, and the, the riot from the Chumas Adesh, and not like that, right? That Borer should apply to uh, non-Gedulei Karka as well, because he has its subject to, it's subject, or fish rather, is subject to Borer. So it's hard in the Sidur de Paz to know which of the Sidur de Paz are limited to Gudele Karka, and which are not. 
Rishlom Kluger though has this heter. So Rishlom Kluger feels that you know mutter, mutter, as is Rav Moshe in the Chuvah says no, you should follow the same shinuyim you follow for all lisha, which is you should follow the shinui of changing the order of ingredients and changing the way you mix it, whatever is the normal order of ingredients during the week. I would think. I could be wrong, but I would think that most people during the week don't put the mayo in first and then the, the tuna or the egg salad, in, the eggs in second, right? One fundamental question, which uh, I have a question on. You only have one fundamental question per day, so you better make it good. We possibly like Rabbi Yehuda, correct? The what? Versus Rebbe. Over Yosef Yehuda versus Rebbe? That's yes. my focus we're showing. Most we're showing past like a Yosef Yehuda that um, you're only high once you mix. Right, so my question was, but we take Rebbe into account. On what basis are we taking Rebbe into account? If, if you possibly like Rebbe Yehuda. We take Rebbe into account in terms of not allowing, unless there's a Shas Hatchach where you go and say, okay, we're lying with Yehuda, not allowing you to initially add the liquid to a solid on Shabbos, um, where you're then going to change the order of mixing. No, I mean to say, as we're saying, we're when including Rebbe, even though we're passing like Abba. a Yehuda, we're taking Rebbe into account, Suffolk the Arisa? Yeah, when you have a Belila Ava, that was the, what was you spoke about last week on Thursday. Yeah. The Truman the, the Sedesh, you have a Belila Ava, thick mixture, which could be subject to a Arisa issue of Lush. So there we don't, at least in, unless there's a great need, we don't say, okay, mix in the liquid and the solid together on Shabbos, and then change the order of the way you mix it, or even change the order of the way you, you, you combine them, and then change the manner in which you mix it, right? We don't do that because of the fact that we're concerned for Rebbe Yishita. But, as we said Thursday, because the majority of shown in Paskin, like Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, that there would be times where it was a Shas Chatchak, where you would even say, okay, you could put in the ingredients, even potentially in Belila Ava, if you change the order of ingredients. Not, not, you know, that, that's not your first order or second order allowance. That's like your, in case of emergency, break a glass option in Sakhala. Okay, so I, I, well, I don't recall in that Chuba seeing that mentioned that you need to make it a Blila Raka. No, he didn't. So is that because he's combining the fact that it's Blila Karka? So, yeah, he didn't say you need to make it Blila Raka. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's because it's Blila Karka or because he feels it's not really considered to be a Bargibel, right? So, in other words, if you take, if you take, it, there's, there's a story to argue like this. He's not, he's not writing this, as I've said many times with these chuvos. They're, you know, they're milos, they're chisar, because you run through them very quickly, but you can't really figure out what's going on in them because it doesn't get this far. But if you tell me the whole reason we're machmir on blila ava is because rebi shita is that when you have the immediate putting in of the of the liquid, so right there, it's 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 now it's a malacha of of um, of lush and Rabbi Yosef Yehud might even be maskim by those things are not by gibel, but the Prima Godim is telling you not by a thick medium like shuman avaz or mayonnaise or like that would be the case. So then the whole story to be machmir for Rebbe Shita wouldn't apply. So in other words, there we're normally machmir Ava not to do this like that because we're machmir Rebbe Shita. But here by Belila Ava, in this case, where the medium that you're using is not a pure liquid medium, it's more of a semi-solid, so then you would not be subject to that chumrah. That would be, I think, the svara that, that lies there in Moshe. Moshe also... Why not? Why, why not? Why don't we the chumrah there is what you were saying before. The chumrah there is that we, we are concerned about allowing you to mix together and make a Belila Ava, a thick mixture, yeah. which is potentially subject to a derisive level of lush, because okay. Rebbe's position is as soon as that liquid hits the solid, mm-hmm. it's lush, mm-hmm. right? So you could be running into, with a Belila Ava, a derisive level concern right. of as soon as that liquid hits the solid, especially because the, the Chuma Sadeshen says in Rebbe's position, we don't care which one comes first. There's no such thing as a Shinu, uh-huh. right? So you're really in, in a potentially dangerous zone there. But the primagaldim says that idea that as soon as the liquid hits the solid, you've already done lush, does not apply if the liquid is not a liquid consistency. The liquid is a semi-solid consistency like a mayonnaise, yeah. as I was saying before. Yeah. So pour water into the mixture yeah. and it starts to congeal into to gel already. Okay. Pour mayonnaise on the mixture yeah. and let it sit. Nothing happens. You've got a dollop of mayonnaise that's just a lot closer right now. Uh-huh. But it doesn't start to blend by uh-huh. itself. 
right? So there, when you have a thicker medium like that, mm-hmm. then it does not, you're not subject to lush, even according to Rebbe, or according to those we showed in the Biosim, who agrees to Rebbe, like the Raivet, when you combine them, right, when you join them together, but that's not going to be the case here. Is the thin okay. is still considered thick? What does that mean? You're saying thin, is that considered a hard substance? Or? What's a thin mayonnaise? You mean like light mayonnaise? Light, light, yeah. light mayonnaise is also thick. You just use cornstarch to make it thicker. Much, it's, it's much thinner than regular mayonnaise. No, I don't think so. It's, it's definitely a semi-solid, right? I mean, you can, you can put it on a table and let it sit there without a cup. It's not going to run anywhere, at least until, you know, whatever, whatever artificial ingredients are used to make it do that will, uh, will wear away. But I, I don't know if there is a, uh, a liquid made. It's interesting, though, know, because I mentioned this last week, I think it was the Baruch on the way out, that it would be a fascinating, according to Shlomo Kluger, fascinating difference in what type of mayonnaise you use. Because Shlomo Kluger is relying in part on the fact that we need the Zayin Mashkim to make it subject to lush. So if your mayonnaise is made with canola oil, so canolas are not the Zayin Mashkim. There's no such thing as a canola, right? The, the rapeseed is not from, or the rapeseed oil is not from the Zayin Mashkim. If it's made with olive oil, they make an olive oil of mayonnaise, so then it is Zayin Mashkim. So you're actually potentially worse off, you know, be a nice chumrah, to the dafka, you know, I'm not going to use the olive oil mayonnaise for, for egg salad on Shabbos. Also, Shlomo Kluger and the Shit Shemama test. You have to say Kuflama test. You have to say Kuflama test. You can, you know. Is there such a thing of different oils they're using in mayonnaise? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I see you don't do the grocery shopping. No. Well, I do, but the only what my wife tells me to pick up. Okay. So when you, when you buy your mayonnaise, you should see uh, on the shelves there's, like everything else, there's a lot of choices. Uh-huh. A lot of choices what the oil's from, and, you know. Avocado oil mayonnaise, olive oil mayonnaise. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, you name it. You can get your soy oil mayonnaise. You can get your mayonnaise from whatever oils you want. So it probably makes a difference health-wise too then, probably. Well, that's, that's the marketing, right? Yeah, okay. The marketing is that it makes a difference health-wise. I don't, I, I don't know, and I don't know if you would know, you know, once you emulsify it, if it changes the properties of whatever particular oil is, in, is placed there in, in terms of its uh, you know, ability to stick to your ribs. Well, is there water in mayonnaise ingredients? Oh, no. Well, I don't know. There might be water in the in the light mayonnaise, like the low-fat mayonnaise, or the low-fat mayonnaise dressing, I should say. I don't know how to call it mayonnaise. But uh, in the in regular mayonnaise, there's not water. Would that, would that ruin or something? A little bit of, like, there's some water mixed in. That would ruin it? I don't know if that would wa- ruin it. If the ru- water is the ichor, it would ruin it. If the water is not the ichor, probably Shlomo Kluger's same svara on the, onions. Uh, on the onions would apply to the mayonnaise as well. Right, Yikr das is on the whatever you know, whatever thickeners are in there, not on the water. So probably would apply this far as well. It's a fascinating Shlomo Kluger. It's certainly a limitzchus, right? Certainly a big limitzchus on what is done. The Rosh Hashiva, um, well, at least Legabe, it wasn't clear to me if he said this by eggs as well. He definitely said it by tuna that he felt it wasn't lush bichlal. Felt there's no lisha there at all. And as far as an interesting far, his far was that lush is a malacha of combining a solid and a liquid into a new third substance. In other words, when you make dough, so you have flour, you have water. When you, when you finish with the flour and the water, you don't have flour and water close together. You've got a new substance that's inseparable called dough. It's, it's combined into a, a new entity. As opposed to when you mix mayonnaise and tuna, so you don't really create a new entity. In other words, the mayonnaise and tuna remain apart. They just get very close together. But you're never really combining or blending into a new third substance. So he that, wanted to that's argue. Every, that's every lab argument. No? I would think so. I would think so. I would think it's every lab argument that that's the case. So I, I, you know, maybe he was saying that it's uh, not a del Raisa. But it wasn't Mashman like that when he gave this far back then. I, I asked him, I, you know, if the, if the malachos of the Mishka, uh, of the Mishkan are learned out, not from actual Shlechem Abhanim or, or, or in the Mishkan, but they're learned out instead from the Samamanim, so then but that would be, can be the case, right? Because if you're learning the malachos from Shlechem Abhanim, so then okay, then your malach of Lisha comes in the form of mixing flour and water, making a dough. But if it's a salmonim, is that maybe they're not? But he, he said, even if it's a salmonim, no. But the salmonim were made into a new 
substance, like a new thick dye, that was not separable. So this is the Svar, but he said, he said he held, he held it wasn't subject to I don't know if he spoke about this at all in this or in recent iteration. No, I didn't hear. I didn't, he, didn't, he didn't focus on the morning. issues. Yeah, but it's in his, his morning subgroup thing. Uh-huh. The uh, that's where I'm at. I didn't hear him focus on that. I'm just saying I didn't hear him. Okay. He, he did. He did speak about he this. Did? Okay, I missed it then. And what did he say? He, 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 this time he combines it with a star that apparently the screenshots, but also that I didn't see it, but the way he quoted it sounded like that you don't really want them to be together. You want them to be separate so you could enjoy each taste separately. Shlomo so, Zalman, apparently it's Shlomo Zalman in that story like that, like a cereal of a like, where you're not trying to combine them. In other words, where you're putting the two together, but your purpose is not to combine them. You're not trying to make a new unit. You just want the flavors together. That's not lush. Okay. So he, so he was trying to say that by, by two right. also. That's, you know, that, that, that's a, a, a story <laughs> one can argue back and forth. That's more of a, a you know, I guess you have to survey 100 people. And I, I hear it by cereal, I'm not hearing it by... Thanks, right. So his argument is that you don't really want to create a, a salad. You just want the taste of the mayonnaise to be very blended in with the taste of the eggs. In other words, if it would taste the same if you spread the mayonnaise on one side of the bread and the eggs on the other side of the bread, would you, would you bother making an egg salad? You're trying to make a new thing. So I, I don't know. I'm not such an egg salad guy, so I, I, I refuse myself from the Shiloh. <laughs> I don't know. But that was the far that he employed. Uh, he, okay, I guess he did still employ this far. I said, that I, to me, it's a chiddush, because isn't that every lab bar gibel? Isn't that every lab bar gibel item? But it doesn't really make a new entity. It just it, it glues it together, right? Mm-hmm. It seems to me that lush breaks down into two things. Bar gibel items that, in fact, blend into something new. And lab bar gibel, which may be the far for Shlomo Kluger here in the egg salad, that it just, it just glues it together. So the medium becomes the glue that holds it together. But yes, when it's glued together, even though it doesn't change, the chora, you know, zera pishtan or the like, oh, that, that's a, uh, I would think it's the same thing. A lot of at maximum is the rabbi? No. It's machlokas. Because uh-huh. I'm going to say, maybe, you know, that makes things simple. La is, la is one of those areas that we had in Borer. It's either totally mutter, or they're going to stone you for it. Uh-huh. One of the two. One of the two, you know, it's either it's either hundred percent mutter or it's really hundred percent. it's not making. It, aren't we saying la bar gibel something that does not make a new entity? It doesn't really create a new. Isn't that why it's called a la bar gibel? Correct. So if it doesn't make a new entity, how could you be over derisive? Because if you understand the malach derisive lush is just using a liquid medium to bring solids together that they're held together. That a new entity, just held together. They're held together. So now they're held together by this medium. That would create a malach of lush. So you don't have to create a new entity, in other words. Yeah, just bring one one more ha'ara from Ramosha. If you didn't see the tshuvas inside, and it's chaday to run through the the short tshuvas in Chelik Dala because it does give you, you know some of Ramosha's thinking in these areas. He bring he was asked about the chazanishes hakpada that when mixing shesi or you have to take the spoon out each time, right? Chazanish has a has hakpada that when you're mixing shesi or you can't just go like this and like this. You have to go like this, pull it out, go here, put it back in. Go. You could, you could drive it pretty crazy if you do it like that. So Moshe responds to Shemunayim by saying, the Chaznish is maskim, the Betzim, you don't have to do it like that. Chaznish was just worried that if you don't pull it out, then you won't end up mixing the Shesiv Ari, right? In other words, he was worried that if I don't pull it out, so pretty soon you're, you end up going like this, right? And it's one of those, like, rub your belly patch red at the same time. Right, so you're used to a certain motion, so your arm just goes that motion, you got the, the muscle memory. Where Moshe felt that it's not dafka chiv, even according to Chazanish, to pull it out each time. It's just you have to be careful when you're missing shesiv oriv to just make sure it's a shesiv oriv type of mixture. In other words, it doesn't have to be, lav dafka the shesiv oriv have to be at, at, at uh, a 90 degree angle each time, right? This way and that way. It could be this way and then this way and then this way and this way. You can move over a little bit, but and you end up going like this. Then you have a problem with you're not Mishana in the manner in which you are mixing. Okay, I want to move on actually behind, beyond Lush. And I mentioned this last week that to me, this always was a big, big mystery to me. Uh, the Malach of Dush. Huge mystery. Meaning, Malach of Dush is pretty straightforward. And that is that you have 
a gedule karka, okay, so in Dishal gedule karka, I got that. You have gedule karka that grow with an inedible husk on the outside, an inedible fruit on the inside. Either the fruit is a fruit or it's a, a grain on the inside. And the malach of dash is breaking apart the inedible husk from the edible fruit inside. Pretty simple definition of malach of dash. I think it's a pretty accurate definition of malach of dash. If I may say so myself, right? And then on Shabbos, mice and yom, people crack peanuts, people crack walnuts, uh, people crack open pistachios, and they're eating them. So, you know, if you ask me, like, draw a picture of the malach of dash. So I would draw a picture, probably, I mean, of other things. I might draw a picture of a guy driving an ox and the ox threshing, you know, we can get two different dinam in there at the same time. But I'd probably draw a picture of somebody sitting at a table, cracking open a walnut with a nutcracker, right? Okay, dosh. Or cracking open a peanut, it's dosh. Taking off a banana peel? Why not? Because I thought, that I, now I don't know why I remember this term coming over here. This term coming, these kind of, this year, uh, the word shomer. That something is really just a shomer, and you can't get to the item that that's... Well, we, we talked about shomer. We talked about shomer in terms of two contexts. Yeah. Talked about shomer lepre in terms of the malach of borer, right. right? And the fact that when it's a shomer lepre, so maybe it's not a separate entity, you don't have two minim, you have one min, right? You have one min, so that shomer could be enough that it would take it out of being two minim from alecha's borer. Right. Wonderful. Okay. So we're not in borer, because borer you need two minim. But dosh, dosh happens in the Shomer Lepli world, right? Dosh happens all the time. Uh-huh. When I have a wheat kernel, and I have the wheat kernel inside the husk, the husk of the wheat kernel is the Shomer Lepri. So you might argue there's no borer, but there's dosh. So why isn't peeling an orange, peeling a banana, cracking open a nut, um, etc., why isn't it dosh? Or Does Uncle Nefesh help? That when I peel the banana, it's in the... It's in while I'm eating it, huh? So, Yeah, Maybe, I don't know. Does it help? Why should it help? Why should it help? Does it help? Does it not help? I don't know. Maybe it's not, Mutter. Maybe I'm wrong. In other words, maybe, Tak, I should make a macha. The guy sitting next to me at Shal Shudas is, you know, cracking open the peanuts and he's pounding, pounding the peanuts. And I should tell him, you know, I'm sorry, sir, but, you know, you should know it's a malacha deraisa called dash. It's not even a tolda. It's a malacha of dash. And it's not allowed to be done on Shabbos. And if you do so, so, you know, you're chayef skila. And you say, afal pi kenan yose. And we got, you know, we're in business. We got action. Right? So, is it, are you allowed to crack open a nut on Shabbos? Okay. Guys are showing who we defend it. Are you allowed to crack open on Shabbos? So maybe, it's a, maybe the other one, maybe the bigger ones are Shomer the Shomer, you know? He's saying it's Shomer the Priest. Maybe it's a Shomer the Shomer. So Shomer the Priest and Shomer the Shomer, right? Because there is a Ramah that has a Psak Halacha in Shin Yates, which got to go back a little bit for this. We did Shin Yates, that is, is a, just, can I, can I use the term incomprehensible? It's not, obviously, but to us, I think it's incomprehensible. Meaning, what is the standard he's, he's applying here? So, I'll tell you this much. First of all, in answer to the question, are you allowed to crack open it on Shabbos? The answer is an obvious yes. How's an obvious yes? Besides, poke chazim al it's a fair mission in Shabbos. Right? Because the mission called Akalim tells you. What does it tell you? You could, uh, you could uh, lift up the table to shake off the shelves. Okay, good. It also tells you, that's just take off the shelves, shake off the shelves before Shabbos, yeah. tells you you're allowed to take a kordos, the fatebo gosa, right? So it's a moksa issue, but clearly, the Mishnah is telling you if you're allowed to take a hammer to crack open the walnut, so aside from the moksa shail about the hammer, you're clearly allowed to crack open the walnut. So no dosh problem, it's not my raya, it's the, uh, the Igle Tal's point that it's obvious that it's mutter, but the shail is one. Why is it mutter? So the Ramah here in Shin Yud Tess writes the following. He says, Shulchan Aruch brings down this din, Gemara in Shabbos and in Be'ah, Ein molin melilos elamol b'shinu ma'at. So melilos is where you're rolling the grain in order to take off the husk. You have to do a shinui there, right? Just like we have a shinui here that's mutter by lash, we have a shinui that's mutter by dosh as well. 
right? So it's your molel, right? Because it's mefarek kilaachar yad, kidei lechol, and that's moter. So mefarek kilaachar yad, kidei lechol, that's moter, it's a nice gather. means you need two things, kilaachar yad and kidei lechol. Okay, so and yeshinuim. So that, I think people are not doing, right? In cracking open walnuts and peanuts and pistachios and the like, there's no, no shinui, right? So, v'yesh machmirim, v'yadoh zir machmirim. V'lochein, also lefareik ha'egozim luzim, o egozim gedolim, mitokli palsim ha'yeroka. Therefore, you're not allowed to break out the egozim luzim, the almonds, or the egozim gedolim, the walnuts, from their green husk. Seems like the color matters here. Right? It's good to be machmir. Because you can eat them like that without taking them off. Which you, you certainly can't, meaning you can't eat them as is. What the Romans by that, as the Mishnah explains, you can eat them without separating the outer husk from the inner husk, right? Says the Mishnah right? Actually, the Mishnah doesn't really explain it so clearly at all. The, 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 the Shochan HaKarav does, right? Shochan HaKarav here in Shingites does explain it, but leaves you, I think, or leaves me certainly, wanting for some gather here. Things like this, He says, He says that your walnuts, your almonds, come basically with two layers. They come encased in two layers. One is this green outer peel, and then below that is the klipa akasha, is the shell. So, so that is a problem. Right? He says, Since I can break them open and eat them without the pyrrhic, without pulling off the outer greenhouse, so I should do that. But I'm allowed to break them open. I'm allowed to pull off the, the, the thin peel that's on them inside. You know, your, your, your peanuts come with the natural paper on them. That I can pull off, that's no problem. This mefarik is only the outer shell. Right? That the iser mefarik, the iser dosh, is only if I've got multiple layers of shells. So the outer shell is dosh, but the inner shells are not. Right? So if I've got a klipa yeroka el yona, then can't pull that klipa off, but I don't need to, because I can just break it open, and then I can pull off whatever's inside there and get the item out. So, I, I mean, there's two things I just don't understand here. One is, so, why is it? What's the magic of there being, you have three shells, four shells, five shells, two shells, what's the magic of being an outer shell that that's dosh, and anything under that is not dosh. Why should that be? Lichora, if dosh is defined, as I mentioned above, and it certainly seems to be the definition, that dosh is breaking apart the inedible husk to get to the edible kernel inside, where the kernel inside is a, uh, you know, is a fruit, or the kernel inside is a grain, or the kernel inside is a nut. So then you're, you're breaking it apart here, right? It's true. Very much true, I guess. I don't know. Meaning, what would be this one layer? What, what is the Shokhan HaKarav's Hagdor of this one layer? Now what? Now what? Would you say, it's only if there's a layer on top of a layer that there's dosh? But if there's no second layer, there's no dosh? And then, I guess, then your oranges are fine. But then your, your nuts are not fine, right? Your peanuts are not fine. Because you've got the shell and peanuts... As far as I know, I don't think peanuts have a clippy yoroka on the outside. So then your peanuts are no good, because then you've got your outer shell, 
and your inner shell. So you could take off the inner shell once the outer shell comes off, but you can't get off the outer shell. So this only says a guy's himself. Could be. They, they, peanuts are, are a uh, a new world crop. They didn't have peanuts back in the uh, in the mission. Sunflower seeds. That, same same thing, right? Same kasha. Sunflower seeds. You've got one outer layer. You've got the uh, the seeds inside. So. Right? According to the Shulchan Acharav, Tagdara. So is it dosh? Is it not dosh? So the Igwe Tal brings down a fascinating story. The Igwe Tal raises this question. The Igwe Tal brings down a fascinating story. Which is it? Okay, we're definitely here this morning. Here we go. Igle Tal raises the following kasha. He he extends it beyond what I asked you before. Because he says, Lav Davka is dosh breaking open an outer shell to get to the that, that which is inside of it. Right? He says is also Shaykh Dosh. Uh, his Lashon here is Ein Hefresh Bein Shayapsolas Makif Al Ochel, Bein Shayapsolas Dovak Besoch Ochel. It doesn't make a difference if the, um, if the solace you're talking about, the Malach of Dosh, is completely surrounding the edible kernel inside, or if it's penetrating, it goes inside of it. Either way, it's going to be. Dash uh, or even davok, betzar ochel yesh b'mishim dash. Okay, so now he gave us more problems. You got grapes on Shabbos, right? So grapes on the clusters on the stems, the stems of the psalas, the grapes of the ochel, pulling the grapes off of the stems. So forget it, your borer shilos, which you can do ochel mitach psalas miyad biyad, dash. That's dash, because there you've got. If you're telling me. But the malach of dash is not limited to the fact that it's completely encased. It just happens to be on the outside. So it's on the outside. So... I think the Prima Gunnam in the Sagdama, I think he argues that. He, he, he doesn't quote the Gleitah because he's performing it. Right. He says it's only if it's a... Surrounding it. Right. right. So he says not. He comes out and like the Prima Gunnam, which he discusses the Prima Gunnam here as well. So he says like this. He says, Umikomoko uh, mutur... You are allowed to pull off the grapes from the clusters as long as the clusters were, were harvested and separated before Shabbos. Why? So he brings down the following. He says, first of all, it's clear. It's very clear that once you've avoided the Borea problem, for some reason it's motor to peel these things. Varaya. Shokonach and so shimchafalaf. Mutter liklof shuman ubitzolim lechol alter. Right? You're allowed to peel, we discussed this in Bo, you can peel garlics and onions to eat right away. What happened to dosh? No dosh problem. Right? And even though it brings down a Yushalmi, that indicates there's a possible dosh problem in there, but the fact is we're not, we're not knowing like that. Right? He brings down the Sefer Shum was Ahmed Bezebet. The Sefer Shum is very unclear. Right? So he says, When you want to peel it to eat right away, so then that's motor, as long as no other ismini, as long as you avoid borer, now you're peeling it to eat right away, it's not subject to dash. Why is he so, bringing in eating right away? He's bringing, he's bringing this, the concept again, the book, uh, you know. Eating right away. So he says, the the test, the dash, alter. I have a problem with that, is we just had Shinya test. We just had the Ramal, that if I've got this knot and I've got the outer peel, the, the Shulman Acharab, it's not totally right away or not right away. Right. It's totally how many layers you got, right? One layer, two layers, three layers, four, etc. So Tzorach Lomar, the shiny haha. He says that what the key here is not so much whether it's that you're doing it as is this something the derech is to be kolef b'shas achila? 
מה שאין כן באגוזם שקליפה עליונה הדרך לקולפה קודם שעשה חילות. When it comes to the walnuts, that קליפה עליונה is always peeled before the שעשה חילות. אבל ראיה, you're trusting me there's a קליפה עליונה ירוק on walnuts. You've never seen it. I don't think. Right? Why have you never seen it? Because when you buy walnuts, they've taken it off already. Because it's not needed as a shomer for the pre. It's not needed on the consumer level, so to speak, when you bring it home. It's neat. It, 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 it grows on the tree. You always take it off in advance. Masha'in Cain, those things which you generally take off only b'sha'as ha'chilo, that's not a malach of dash b'chlal. Lechein b'malilos, da'aser b'per kama d'beitza, af lechol alter, mishim d'derech tool, l'disha b'kri. Right? Normally, how you do it, it's true that now I am being dash the tool one at a time to eat. I have to make a shinui. Why? Because normally... The derech by tua is that you do an entire grain pile at once, not to eat l'alter, to then leave or do further with, right? He says, Find your time in the mutl of tzoa goes in b'shabbos with a chash of dosh. That's why you're allowed to break. Va'afil b'klishari. Umish n'shleimu shaninu b'perek kol kisve, kol kalem rather, kornos l'tzoa b'al goes in, right? So, kevin she derech la'aso serak b'shas achilu. V'achinam v'eshkhanob b'kiyotzibu, Grapes also, but derech is you take them on a cluster, you pull them off as you eat them. The derech to separate them b'shas achila, that's not dosh. That's not dosh. Dosh is that which is done not b'shas achila as part of a process to either leave it or process it further. The same idea we had before in the other malachos you have here as well. And Reb Moshe says almost the exact same idea in Orachayim Chelagav and Kuf Chav Very brief, actually, Shuvah here, not in an Orachayim Chelik Dalad place. Beginning Piruk Egozim Ubeperus Mokhlaf and Mutzlaf Tabashabas. First thing is Piruk Egozim, Rabbi Yaman Zev Tsukar from Beis Major in Spring Valley. He gets a lot of play in Chelik Alf and he goes Moshe. I don't, I don't know who he was, but he clearly was in Adam Chashu and he was sent to Moshe a lot of Shabbos. So he, he says, Masha also the Parik Egozim, he told the Boston Europa, anyway, Tom, she came to Yisham Beis Klebos Yal Yonah Din Beforek, can cost me a DT. The questioner, wrote through motion and said, okay, like I said before, it's a, two layers, outer layer, no good, inner layer, good. He says, no. The outer one is not made to stay with the walnut. It's like the grain with the shibolim, which you don't normally leave them with the shibolim, you normally separate them and leave them by themselves. He says, He says, So I can tell you, the Chayadim is as Mefurish as the Shulchan Acharav, meaning, to Ramosh, it's Mefurish in the Chayadim. He saw things that you and I would not necessarily see in the Chayadim just by reading it briefly. He says, says, The Mishnah is Mefurish as well as the Chayadim. Shemutu the Shabra Klipa Kosha, but the cloth gama klipa daka shala goes gufa in Like the Shokhan Akharab, the Shokhan Mishnu without saying the why, he says, of course you're allowed to break the shell and you're allowed to peel off the, the papery layer that's below the shell. That's fine. That's fine. So it's not a matter of the numbers of layers. It's not, no, no magic to numbers of layers. The issue here is very simple. And the issue here is that if you have that which is normally kept with the fruit item, or the, the, the fruit, uh, the nut, uh, the kernel, until it's eaten, so then that's not subject bichlal to dosh. That's not dosh. Dosh is that which is normally removed in advance, again, either to process further or to leave for an extended period of time. The Shemir Shabbos Kilchos is magdirit very, very simply, which is, do they sell it in the stores like that? Meaning, when you buy it in the store to bring home, so if when you go to the store and you buy it to bring home, it's never found in the shell, so then that's then you would have a malach of dosh you're removing it from the shell or the outer layer. When you sell, go to buy it in the stores to bring home, it's always in that shell. That's not dosh. So to peel a banana, to peel an orange, right? For whatever reasons, because it's a shomer lepre, because it looks nice like that, because people like, whatever reasons it is, that it's always taken off pishas achila, sometimes just convenience. I could, I could sell you pre-picked grapes, right? I'm sure at some point in time somebody will. Right? Grapes that have been removed from the cluster already because who wants to have to bother 
Terumim. The only reason they don't sound like that is they look nicer on the grape cluster. Right? But it's not like pre-picked grapes. But uh, why? Like, why bother? Why bother paying for it? Okay, but that's enough already that the derech there is to remove it bishas the, right? It's the same story we brought down from Shlomo Zalman in the Shmir Shabbos Kilchansa, Lagabe Lush. The Lush is only those things that are done in advance in general, not Mamish Bishat Zachila. This is the story that they, the Igleital, the Ramosh should bring down here by Dush. So when it comes to breaking open nuts or the like, you know, if you find a particular nut, that in fact they're not usually sold and not usually brought home in their shells, and now you have it in a very natural state. You bought it at, I don't know, some sort of organic farmer's market. And it's now in a natural state where there's a shell on it that's not normally brought home. Yeah, then you better be careful. They have a potential problem of dosh in breaking that outer shell. So, again, they're almost saying there's an out, because don't pull off the outer shell. Just break it open with the inner shell as well and pull it out from the inside. That's fine. But then you would potentially run into the malach of dosh. So, you have to be mad, dear. I, I used to say that pecans are not sold in the shells, but someone told me recently they are. So I don't know if you buy pecans in the shells or not. Why don't we say this by other malachas? I mean, by fire, no one's saying that. Fire shouldn't be negated to any fire that you do. I mean, even if you do it earlier, but if it's a type of fire that you that you'd only do, which has achila, you know, sunflower seeds. So it's a great question, and I don't have an answer for it. I, you, can, you can ask that question on every malacha we do, right? And like the Magen Avraham says, it's hard to be Madame Milsa Milsa Malachos. Why is it that certain Malachos, like I said before, we do like Karka limited, and certain ones are not? Don't know. Why is it that certain Malachos we say, if the Derek is to do it only Bishas Achil, it's not subject to the Malach at all, and otherwise we say, no, we don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, one of the great mysteries of life. It could be that, you know, we come back three years from now or 30 years from now, I'll have an answer to it, but today, definitely do not. All right. I can we'll, we'll stop with that. We'll go into some sleep. I don't know. I don't know what we'll go into. Maybe sleep in the room. Doubtless flying by. Can I just go with the shell?